This is Small Business Conversations on PBN, brought to you by Profits Plus Solutions. Increasing your profits, plus building your business for the future. We are Profits Plus. You can find us at ProfitsPlus.org. This is Small Business Conversations on PBN, the Profitable Business Network. Now, the host of Small Business Conversations, principal of Profits Plus Solutions, here is Tom Shea. Well, we're back. Sorry that we have missed all of you for the last two months. Uh, regular listeners of Small Business Conversations, we did not have a program in August, and we did not have a program in September. Uh, and the reason was twofold. Um, the first one was um, I have gotten to fulfill a child dream of coming home and uh, having lived in Florida for most of my life it was time to say I wanted to go home to Arkansas as I speak to you today the offices are now on a mountaintop along the Arkansas River and uh, as I said at one point somebody whoever it was that sang that song you can never go home well you didn't live in my little small town because it feels great to be home and the other one is I had a couple medical issues that kind of put me out of the loop for a while, but I'm thrilled to be with you. Welcome to Small Business Conversations. This is October 15th, 2020. Gosh, I cringe when I say that 2020 type of thing. Welcome to our, our program. It is traditionally a monthly program. We find a guest expert who comes and joins us and shares with them thoughts and ideas. Uh, tonight's Small Business Conversations is being recorded. It will be on the Profits Plus website probably later tonight in two formats, an MP3 for those who use iPods, iPhones, Androids to uh, listen to things, and it will also be available as a click and listen link on plus.org website. All you got to do is look down the left side of our any of the pages. There's a long bar spot on it says small business conversations and there's a little catalog of all previous ones this will be there just as soon as our information stud bruce Giroux, takes and does his uh, his thing magic fingers and all uh, small business conversations is also available on multiple podcast services they include anchor apple podcast breaker CastBox, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Listen Notes, Overcast, Pandora, Pocket Cast, Podbean, Radio Public, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple CarPlay, Android Auto, Apple HomePod, Google Home, and just added uh, Amazon Music. So we are thrilled to have a, a special guest with us, and let me preface it as to, well, what's our, what's our thing tonight? So I had a very challenging time from last March until today. I don't know about the rest of you, but I am tired of hearing someone look at me or on a, some broadcast or a podcast saying, we're all in this together. Well... No, we're not. We're all facing different issues and different challenges. And our concern is how each of us as small business owners 
get through this and what we're doing. Uh, I'm concerned because I have seen too many businesses that are laying down like they're getting a beating and taking it and just, I guess, waiting until the clouds clear and life returns to normal. On a very positive side, I've seen some people who are trying some really crazy different ideas and going, uh, I'm going to get through this. And I, I think about a, a person who wrote way back in April when many, many businesses were closed and business stayed open. And she sold kitchen stuff, all the neat kitchen gadgets that people like to use. And she was defending herself, rightfully so. Hey, those of you who are saying, why is your business open? Why, you know, this, this is a concern. And she said, I'm open for several reasons. One, people who need to get out, need to have a feeling of some kind of normalcy in their life. And so I think by having my business open, taking the necessary safety precautions, that providing them with that, that they can come into my business, they can sample something. They're more homebound now. They're more likely to be cooking. I have products that they would like. And the second point is, this is my business. This is my baby. And if it's going down, then it's not going down without a fight, without a big fight. And I'm going to put everything I can into it. And to my customers, if you feel the need that you do not want to, you cannot come, I understand that you call me. I'll make arrangements to get a product to you. On the other hand, if you'd like to come, put your face mask on, come into my business, have a cup of coffee, and have some sort of normalcy to your life. Well, normalcy, achieving, big items, big concerns. So we thought, who are we going to talk to? And, of course, that in my notebook brings just one person. As we spoke to this person last week, I was telling her her last visit on the show, one in which we talked about a really awesome article she had written. Uh, you can find it on the website for American Quilt Retail Magazine. And it was about many people have a to-do list, but she wrote an article about having a to-be list. What do we need to be? And I think that article while that was written quite some time ago, is all the more appropriate today than it was then. Invite her back. As always, I try to find a little piece of music to uh, throw into it. This is picked for her today. Listen up, everybody. I think you'll enjoy it. Get to work. I will survive. Oh, I wasn't supposed to be singing with that. So our special guest, she is a life coach. She's a speaker and she's a trainer. We, uh, we share a thought as she loves to motivate and inspire other people to create their best life and appropriately their best business and to reach their potential. Our guest says that if you don't like the part that you're playing in your life story, you can write a new script. And so that's what we're going to talk about tonight. 
it's never too late to say, this is not how the story is going to end. It's like the lady with that kitchen shop. This is not how the story is going to end. She's going to take control. Um, Beth is a very passionate person. Her passions include running a, uh, a, a high vibration um, book club for women to shift into their true self. Whether you're facing a major life change, like a layoff for downsizing, business challenges, family changes, financial loss, any of those, or you want to learn to manage your time to be better grounded and have deeper, more meaningful relationship people that you love, like your customers, like your family, then Beth Book Club and Lifestyle Coaching is what you are looking for. And tonight, have Beth come on pass as our guest. Beth, are you there? I'm here, Tom, and I'm so excited to be here. Well, I'm excited for you to be here, too, because to me, the people who listen to the program, the people I've got to meet since I first started speaking in the 80s, because they are people who own their own small business, to me, they are family. They're family. I have never experienced what they're experiencing right now, because in the days that I had my business, we didn't have a pandemic like this. It wasn't around for the the one that incurred in the 1910s or whatever it was. Uh, that was even just before my great-grandfather started our first business. But, yeah, they, oh, my gosh, what do I do? And to some people, they seem to have figured out what crazy things they want to try, and to others... I'm seeing challenges. I wrote an, an article, and I said, I'm seeing three types of people out there right now, and I'd like to, you and I to discuss them uh, tonight. I see a group of people, uh, and I have nicknamed them the homers. And the homers are the people who have taken a beating from this, but they are, in essence, hunkering down like a storm, uh, I don't see them in the driver's seat. I see them in the passenger seat of their business and say, I'm just waiting to see what happens. And I am surprised in the states that I've been in in the last couple of months, the number of businesses that have literally just closed the door and they're just waiting for the time when they can open. I'm thinking business owner has taken the time to calculate how much it's costing them per month with the doors completely shut down. My second group of people, uh, I call them the plow hands. I'm, um, I think particularly of a, a local hotel here, or hotel, motel, whatever you want to call them, and they are continually running their commercials on radio and on TV, and it says, hey, plan your next convention here. Come and be with us. You probably have people flying in, and they're going to need a place to stay. Well, they could stay with us. And we've got all the new rooms that you will need, and by, and we've got a wonderful buffet. And as I hear that, I'm thinking, these are kind of like all the wrong words to say. Who wants to go eat at a buffet? Or does any place actually have a buffet at this point? And you know, people aren't traveling. Seems you need to change the commercial or, or just take it off for a while. Uh, just like the people who are running the commercials. Hey, we're all in this together. And by the way, how about a new roof for your house? Or how about a new set of tires for your car? Just plowing ahead with the same old message. 
And then the third group, I'm not really concerned about them unless they really get out there in extreme deland. Uh, and, and borrowing a southern expression, I call these people the hold my beer crowd. Watch what I'm going to do next. And they're trying some really unique and crazy things. Uh, like near us, there's an office supply store, and within a week of when pandemic started in March, they had already knocked a hole in a wall of their business, made a drive-through, put a drive-through window to it, and it's like, okay, we're on top of this. We got this. That's the businesses that I'm looking at and going, great, you're thinking, you're trying something different. Uh, and yet I see one who shut their hours down to four hours a day. I go, well, when customers come back, we're going to increase our hours. And I go, what do you think they're going to be doing? Coming down here at four in the afternoon and getting on the glass saying, or leaving you a note that's saying, hey, I, I would have shopped with you today. How are you going to know when customers are going to be back if you're not going to open up the doors? So those are the concerns that I have for people. Uh, I think if people are going to sit here and listen with us an hour, the first thing they kind of need to know, they would want to hear, is um, you. you know, I'm going to donate an hour of my time. Who's Beth? Okay. So you have a very unique career. What was it that um, got you in this direction? Well... I love being part of this discussion. I'm so fired up. I'm like the horse ready to go today. So I, my story is not unique in that life is turning out different than I thought it was going to. You know, you think you're on this path and you think it will go a certain way and then the rug of life ripped out from underneath you. Uh, it briefly... In 2008, I was raking leaves in my Iowa um, yard, and the fall leaves are coming down, and my husband of 16 years said while the four kids were jumping on the trampoline, he's like, let's talk. When the kids go to bed tonight, you know, let's talk. And I'm thinking, are we going on vacation? And 8 p.m. rolls around. I'm grabbing a couple glasses of red wine and here he comes with two ice waters. And then I think we'll head in by the fireplace. And he says, let's go to your office. And I'm thinking with every step, I don't think we're going on vacation. And Tony, uh, my husband then of 16 years, said, I got a new place. I'm leaving tomorrow. I've given up everything for you for these kids, for this house, for your business, and I'm going to go do something for myself. So it was those moments in your life where you go, this is not going the way I had it planned. And I cried on my kitchen floor for a long time. And it, it reminds me of how you were describing the pandemic of like, oh my gosh, how are we going to get through this? And it wasn't long till a friend came along and said to me, Beth, you get to write your own story now. And I was like, well, I don't, I, I like my old story. I don't want a new story. I was in resistance and I didn't want to go to a new way of thinking. And then I realized there's no going back. And that's the same with businesses going away, kids turning out different than we thought 
pandemics, things that are out of our control, we all can relate because we have those in our life. And so I had an opportunity to really shift my thinking. And I use the words manage my mind because every time I thought about he's leaving me or my friend's words, you get to write your own story now. One empowered me and one disempowered me. So I don't know what you're going through today, um, except for I can guess it's a lot of, of um, surprising, disappointment, frustration in running your small business. It's a bunch of uh, balls out of left field, so to speak. And we have an opportunity to either sit down and cry on your kitchen floor, and it's okay. We get to feel our feelings. We get to be sad that this is the way 2020 is going. But we get to be sad about it for maybe five minutes each morning. Cry it out, punch a pillow, you know, whatever it is. I say puke it out. Like, but you have five minutes, and then we get to get up and get going because um, I would, Tom, I would even challenge you on the words get through this to, you know, a more empowering stance. It is we get to get really creative. We get to soar. We get to fly, and I'm with the hold my beer crowd. Um, and it's not that I haven't been all those other things, but I think the problem is when we set up camp in those places, if we, be, we are a homer and we're just sitting down and that's where we're living, I think it's okay to be there, but only pause and then go on to another area. I love those three kinds of people, Tom. That's brilliant. Well, the, what I think about, uh, do you remember Gary Larson who wrote the cartoon strip, The, the Far Side? Uh-huh. Kind of, it was always a warped kind of sense of, of humor. Always made me laugh. And there's the one to me that describes the pandemic. It's two guys out fishing on a lake. And way, way in the distance, you see a mushroom cloud from a nuclear bomb going off. And the one looks at the other and says, you know what this means, Hal? No more limits on fishing. <laughs> you know, and I look at you can see them go, whoa, there's this bomb and the world's being destroyed. It's like, hey, I'm out here fishing and there's not going to be anyone to tell me how many fish I can do whatever I want. And I, I think that's what we're, what we're looking at right here is the Absolutely. idea of all the rules are, are gone, folks. Yeah. You just got to step up to the plate and be creative. Right. Okay, so let me tell everybody, um, as we're station break of the, of the evening, uh, you're listening to Small Business Conversations. Monthly service comes from Profits Plus Solutions. Our guest this month, you're going to love her hour, she's great, is Beth Monpass, and you can find her on Facebook, Beth Monpass Life Coach. Email Beth Monpass, let me spell it, B E T H. M-O-N-T-P-A-S at gmail.com and a phone number of 515-313-3930 to get a hold this of that. is PBN, the Profitable Business Network from Profits Plus. 
So, Beth, um, you are a business owner. You're an entrepreneur. What do you do to push yourself yeah. to, to you know, what, what you're talking about today? What, what, how does Beth push Beth to, to grow and try new things and do new things? Well, the number one thing is I really manage my mind, and I do that with some uh, tools. Uh, one of the tools is sitting and being quiet and just breathing. I have a sticky note lots of different places in my car, my computer, in my kitchen, by the coffee pot. Just breathe, Beth. You know, we get to have some reminders in our life to do the simple oxygen is my friend <laughs> so breathing it's it's always with us it's never apart from us you can do it in a meeting you can do it on the phone when you're getting news you know you can you can and i heard you say tom you're going out for a walk afterwards to get some of that oxygen in your lungs i think moving a bit every day all my good ideas, all my inspiration for where I get to go next in that hold my beer crowd, you know, watch what I do to try to be creative, it happens when I'm out taking committed action. The, some of the people that I work with as a life coach that are in misery, they're part of the homers, hunkered down, this kind of wait-and-see crowd, is they are finding themselves in psychological assessments. They are thinking. They are thinking, and I'm doing a circle with my finger. It's like on the hamster wheel. They are in psychological assessment, and they are going to think their way out of this for their business. And my invitation to you is to get into some sort of action. Clarity is not found if, with more and more thinking. It is found in attempting, in trying, in throwing some spaghetti at the wall and getting out there. So whether it's me moving and you going for a walk today and really creating that vibration, that frequency, uh, the energy that you have in your body is an absolute reflection of your mind. And your body can tell your mind that it's going to be a high-vibe day. It's going to be a, a day where you create a winning strategy for your business. And I think a lot of people really just send us, take life as it comes and wait, a wait and see, the homers. And um, or the or the plow hands too, um, and I'm just in love with your descriptions, um, where they're just their heads in the sand. They're they're doing it, um, even though the old strategies aren't working, but they don't know what else to do. They're sort of in paralysis. You know, they're um, paralyzed and and not taking action. So some of the strategies that work for me are this breathing and oxygen and movement. They are a reflection of my business. And whenever I find that I'm getting really kind of comfortable, because many of us, aren't we comfortable? We are in our house. We are uh, held up here. We are behind a mask. And 
everything we want is outside that comfort zone. It is taking steps out and seeing what works. It's, it's being a risk taker. And risk takers are leaders are, are leading. Leaders are out in front seeing what works. My business coach had a goal in 2020 to fail 20 times. And I don't mean little failures. She's going for some biggie failures because there's going to be so much learning, so much amazing stuff going on by setting out to try to get in action. So out of psychological assessment and into your committed action would be one of my number one tips. As you mention these things, several thoughts come to mind. One is a friend of mine who owns a, well, a big, as our audience would look at it, it's a very big business and he's in the auto parts. And when he interviews people, he has several questions. One of which is, tell me the name of the last book that you read. He wants to see if you're stretching. And then another question is, tell me uh, what was the biggest mistake you made where you last worked and how much money did it cost your employer? And I remember one was a person who said, there was this big, big mistake I made about eight years ago, and it cost my boss about $30,000. And you think, I don't want to hire this person. And you go, wait a minute. Look at it the other way. You cost the company $30,000, and you're still working there eight years later. You must be pretty dadgum valuable. And I love your idea of expressions. I I love, my favorite is I love reading a book of uh, meditations from the North, from the Native American elders. Oh, amazingly wise things. But um, paraphrasing a couple of them is uh, good things come to those that wait. Great things come to those that go get it. Uh, yeah. But on the other hand, so as to not be all rah-rah about stuff, one of my favorites, because I, I'm a very driven person. I, I chase for all kinds of things. I had a friend on the conversation last night, and she goes, you know, I admire you because you, you're always driving through this, still doing what you got to do for, for business. And I go, yes, but my favorite expression is, some days it is okay if all you do is breathe. It's not seven days a week, 24 hours a day. It's fine at some point. I've been working hard, working hard. Stop, take care of yourself. Okay, all I'm going to do today is just take a breath. I'm just going to breathe some relax. I'm going to watch the chip in the front yard, the birds on the bird feeders, the leaves fall, and we're we're good. We, We get to take care of ourselves. Again, as a small business owner, we are the leaders of our business. We are the leaders of our life. And no one is going to take care of yourself for you. You get to. And so breathing, managing our mind. I love the reading and the the meditations. Uh, for, For over a decade, I have had the daily ritual of 10 minutes or 10 pages of reading a day. 
it's good nutrition for our brain. It, we take good care of our bodies through what we eat and drink, but we also get to really gauge what goes in our mind. For me, it is I read The Skim in the morning, which is an email I subscribe to that gives me what happened overnight, so I'm informed. It takes me about three minutes to read this email. And then I do not have a television on or read any newspapers until after 5 p.m. Because that's part of my managing my mind. It's like pollution going in my brain. And I, I want to be informed, but I also get to really, um, I get to take care of getting proper nutrition in my brain. And I know many um, business owners feel guilty if they take any time away from their business. And I want to say to you... Oh, I've been there. Is, I have so been in that spot way too yeah, long. It's, it is reckless to be a workaholic, and we, we wear that badge called busy on our, our shoulder, and we're proud of how late we stayed up working, and I worked all seven days. And my invitation to people really is to schedule your self-care like it's your job, like your life depends on it. And it's that old cliche of putting your oxygen mask on first. I am a powerful leader because I first put my oxygen mask on, meaning I got up, I did my 10 minutes of, of reading or my 10 pages, I did my breathing, I got centered. My life changed when I got my gratitude. So now when I, my alarm goes off and I'm still in my sleepy state, and I am going through my prayer of thanksgiving, of things that are going well in my life. And I do plenty of positive self-talk to myself. Um, you, thank you for referencing, Tom, the article that I wrote about who are you going to be. It's not all about the to-do. That's just an exhausted business owner who's checking off their to-do list like crazy and not focused on who do they want to be on my list is I am an inspiring, connected, powerful leader or woman or man or however you want to end that. And so in the morning when I'm waking up, I get to say to myself, I get to enroll myself in myself before I hit the ground running for the day. And so I say those, that declaration of who I'm willing to be today. I am an inspiring, connected, powerful woman. Those are my three words. I would invite any listener to think about what are your ways of being? What is your, who are you no matter what? Mine's inspiring. I can't not inspire. I've been a business owner. I've been in sales my whole life. I have an amazing assistant who's been with me for 20 years, and she's always said, what are we selling today? You know, it's allowed me to have the freedom in my life that I want, raise my kids, work out of my house, and I have kept rolling with what the world needs. Uh, for years and years, I sold scrapbook supplies until Facebook single-handedly put that 
company out of business. We didn't stay fresh, you know, finding a way for people to share their pictures. And Facebook really took over that need. And then I sold jewelry and I sold protein shakes. And I have always uh, looked at people and said, I want to know about your whole life. And when that first husband left me and four little kids, it gave me the opportunity, just like this pandemic is giving us the opportunity to shine and to show the world what we are made of and reinvent ourselves, reinvent how we deliver our products. And, and, and Heidi Kaizen at AQR, and she owns the quilt shop, here in central Iowa. And you know, she held retreats. She had people that were paying to show up on Friday mornings and stay until Sunday night to work on their projects. Well, how do you think retreats started folding with the pandemic? And she created a no. retreat in a box. <laughs> so getting, getting creative, she put in a box and you know, all the supplies they would need to do their retreat at home, and she sold 60 to 75 of them the first round. So we are only limited by our creativity. Before we go to uh, bottom of the hour station break, the morning email that you mentioned, um, is that one that if our listeners were to Absolutely. email you that you could connect them with? Yes, um, that's the morning email okay. that it's skim, S-K-I-M-M dot com. It's free. It gives you a little bit of report. It's got a great slant, a fun culture to it. I, I'll throw another one in there that I, I like because it uh, has a lot of business news to it. And when it does have to cross into political lines, it is totally impartial. I mean, there's no adjectives in front of any politician's name you know, that slants it. Uh, and that is morning brew. Brew like a cup of coffee. Morning morning brew. Really good one. We're, we are past the bottom of the hour. Our, uh, our guest for October is Beth Monpass. Here's where to find her. Beth Monpass, that's B-E-T-H-N-T-P-A-S at gmail.com. Facebook page is Beth Monpass Life Coach. Phone 515-313-3930. And our tradition is always at the bottom of the hour. We give our guest a little moment to get, get a sip of water, and um, we pick a song that uh, we think has meaning. So as with the opening song, which I thought was appropriate, was uh, I Will Survive, which is the message I want everyone to get out of today's program. But it requires a directed effort to survive. You can't just sit there and think, I'll become point. It's like, what, what can I do? Uh, Beth picked our bottom of the hour song. Let's listen in and see what uh, uh, Pink has to say. Once or twice Dug my way out Blood and fire Bad decisions That's alright Welcome to my silly life Miss
So I found that to be an interesting song, particularly when I listen to the full version of the song. I, I like songs that I can hear a message in them and they can get me going about something. And sometimes it's like, yeah, someone else is going through the same challenge I got and here's how they got it. So excellent choice, Beth. What, tell us, uh, in, in your selecting that song, where did it come from? I work with women, mostly women, that have self-doubt, that are their own worst enemy. And that's why I shared about when I wake up in the morning, I get to plug in to the most powerful, best, the best version of her. And it's a daily choice. It's not like, oh, my gosh, this life coach has got it all together. No, it's a choice, a daily choice that I make. So when it talks about those self-doubts, and I see so many people struggle with perfectionism and having to get it right and really being unwilling to be messy or get it wrong. So when Heidi, that business owner who created a retreat in a box, she was willing to get messy. She was willing to say, here, hold my beer while I figure this out. And she didn't know if it was going to work. She's a risk taker, and she, uh, she left perfectionism, and, it, and she really clung to her intuition. Uh, we, we get to manage those voices in our head that I think Pink does a beautiful job in shining a light on. You are perfect. And I keep telling that to my kids who are struggling through college right now with online learning, and it's hard and it's not working for them. And I'm like, life is happening for you right now. It's not against you. It's for you. What's the lesson in this? For me, this pandemic has been a huge opportunity to slow the heck down. I am a busy, driven woman with a million good ideas and squirrel and shiny objects. And this has been, the world is really teaching me right now to get very clear and get very small and to slow the heck down that breathe message. And so my, my invitation to any listener would be, what is your life trying to tell you right now? Because here's the thing, it's really easy. It's never been easier to see what's working in our life and what's not working in our life. Because COVID-19 has amplified everything in our life. If, if we kind of didn't care for your daughter-in-law, you really don't care for her during the pandemic. If your relationship with your spouse was strained, it's really strained now. If you are a, a good uh, eater or let's say maybe have too much sugar in your diet, you're really off the deep end eating sugar. So this, this, uh, this time in our life is, is an, where everything that's working and not working is being amplified. So don't miss the lesson in this. It's, don't miss the lesson. Yeah, people. I just went through that in our household last week. Thinking of the one that you mentioned. Um, let's see, this is Thursday night. Yeah, we were sitting there with a group of people having dinner. Uh, last Thursday night back in Florida, um, 
our son and now our do- our new daughter-in-law, which we love. She's an awesome, awesome person. Uh, had to have a wedding canceled from May, moved it to December, saw that December was not going to work, canceled that one, and moved it to last Friday late afternoon on a beach in Florida. Uh, and the sad part was they had to uninvite 80-some-odd people. Mm, and I jokingly said, oh, well, pick who, brought the, who sent the best gifts. And they go, no, no. <laughs> all it was was the original, the original wedding party was all that was, was there on the beach. And everyone else was – there were phones going where they were uh, uh, setting up Zoom meetings or FaceTiming to, to get it done. They go, yeah, it makes you stop and appreciate the difference, a whole lot of difference. Uh, next month, we are going to be here again. Uh, we've already know who our guest is going to be. It's a, a, a person who was to have been our guest back in, oh, I think it was April or May, somewhere in there. And at, at that point, I thought, no, she's got a very important topic, considering what's going on with pandemic and looking at things like uh, what the SBA was doing in the loan packages and all that kind of stuff. We need to move it off. But uh, we, we spoke to her this week. We've rescheduled. And um, this is what we're going to talk about in the month of um, November. There's an old expression, the job is always easier if you have the right tools. Well, we read an article. It's called Your Digital Marketing Toolbox. And that got us to thinking, well, what goes in the toolbox? And as always, we try to find someone who's an expert. And a new guest on our Small Business Conversations is Summer Sharon. Summer, are you there tonight with us? I'm here. So you wrote this awesome article that was easy to understand, great to take notes from, good action points. And you were kind to respond to our call and say that you'll join us for next month's program. If you would, please, take a moment and tell tonight's audience what are we going to talk about next month. Yeah, we're going to talk about um, all kinds of things digital marketing, including Facebook, uh, social media in general, and um, really anything that's relevant for a small business owner to know and utilize in their business to take their digital marketing to the next step. So there is something really to digital marketing. This this isn't just a because it's in part certain aspects are free that you ought to just throw something out there because everybody else is doing it. There's there's a plan. There's a logic behind all of this. Absolutely, Um, and it you know really depends on your business for one. But um, you know there's a lot of innovative things that you can do with digital marketing. It's changing constantly, and you know I keep my my finger on the pulse of that and help small business owners do the same. So when we get together on Thursday night next month, Summer Sharon will be joining us. And we're going to talk about all these wonderful tools that are out there. And as she explains, it's a moving target and how you can make this be a part of your business. As always, send in your questions to us. We'll make sure that during the program, Summer has the opportunity to answer the questions for you. So Summer, thank you for joining us. We look forward to having you with us next month. Thank you. I look forward to it as well. So we're going to go in the social media area. Uh, 
looking, looking at some new ideas. I thought that uh, Summer had an article, and a second article has come out since that time. And I thought, okay, this this woman explains it very, very well and thought that everyone would, would benefit. This is, will be Summer's first time on the program. But it's not Beth, because we really like Beth. Beth has mm-hmm. neat ideas, and she writes neat articles. Um, Beth... We've both written a bunch of stuff over the years, and um, if I were questioned about it, it'd take me a while to go through everything and go, what was the best article I ever wrote? Not really sure tonight. I'd I'd have to go back and start going through catalogs and stuff and going, yeah, what what I think was my my greatest one ever written? Um, I'm going to ask you from a personal standpoint – that if the one of the B-list is not your best article you've ever written, would you dig out whatever the best one was and send it to me? Because I'd like to read it. I'm impressed already. I'd like to be even more impressed. You bet. I'd love to do so, that. Okay. So as you do this, um, we'll ask the question. I, I think all of us in business should have a person like this. In my life, it would be my um, parents, not uh, not as much from being parents, but from being business owners. And then it would be my grandparents and my great-grandparents for what I learned in watching them in being business owners that taught me things. And uh, I think about today when I look on Facebook and see people writing someone two days ago put up a picture of a yardstick and the yardstick came from my grandfather's store and you know just a picture oh look what I found in my closet and the uh, various people with oh yeah I remember shopping at the store I remember this remember that and someone like hey how much you want to sell that for and I thought, well, so wait a minute, that's going to get sold into some place. It needs to get sold to the grandson here because I would ha- I would go up on my mantle to hold on to it. But I remember handing out those yardsticks year- years ago. That's who, even though all but one of them are gone today, that's who inspires me. Who inspires you? Mm. You know, it has to be my parents as well. They were farmers. And they were entrepreneurs, and they never once said, oh, I wish somebody else would pay my, uh, my medical insurance. You know, they were so proud to be their own entrepreneurs, making decisions, taking risks, and they didn't have to have the biggest combine and the biggest tractor and the newest latest. They ran a profitable business, and... I also think uh, they are a role model to me for their attitude because I think as a business owner, our biggest asset to protect is our mindset. It's those six inches between our ears. And so I'm often asked, you know, how do you maintain such a positive mindset? And I've shared some of the tips about reading 10 pages or 10 minutes a day and um, I am such a believer in personal growth. 
You know, we all go to school. Well, many of us go to elementary, middle, and high school. Some choose to go on to college. And during those times, you are somebody's handing you an agenda. That teacher, that principal, they're saying, here's the plan, man. <laughs> here's where you're going to read. Here's what you're going to learn. And you get to maybe choose your topic of study, but most of it's being handed and fed to you. Well, upon graduation from the latest education you've attended, nobody's doing that. And I'm grateful to my parents that when I was a, a young adult, they would tear out of the Des Moines Register newspaper the article that says, Zig Ziglar is coming to town. And my dad would tuck in the $99 with a sticky note that says, take the day off work and go. And from a very young age, my dad was investing in my mind and how I viewed myself and how I viewed the world. And I knew that I shouldn't ever wish that life or business was easier, but to wish that I was better. So I have spent my life growing myself. And, and I think it's a really sad statistic that upon college graduation, it's like 20 or 30% people after that ever pick up a book. So, so I, wish, I love that question you shared earlier, Tom, about what was the last book you read. You know, inspiring people like, hello, we get to, we get to listen to podcasts. It's never been easier to give our brains some good nutrition, inspire, you know, inspire ourselves. Because I guess one of the, the last things that I, that I will share is that I don't believe we ever perform, we, we never outperform our own self-beliefs. So my job as a life coach, and if you've ever hired a business coach or someone to help you manage your mind or be a thinking partner with you, you get to keep raising your own self-beliefs because what we believe about ourselves, how successful we are or aren't, how our health is, how our finances are, how our relationships are, you never outperform your own self-beliefs. So keep raising the lid on your own self-belief. So there are two things I will toss back at you, one of which is um, on our website, profitsplus.org, the green bar that goes horizontal across the top on the right side has a link that says resources, and one of them is a pull-down, and it is books. And there are 200 books all dealing with aspects that I have found to be relevant to uh, owning a small business. Uh, and if your local town does not have a bookstore in it for you to go shop in, at the top of the page there is a link to Powell's Bookstore, which is a, a really neat bookstore out in Portland, Oregon, of which they've got a, a lot of stuff. Or if you are near... Russellville, Arkansas, you can go into the public library there because as of last month, I, you know, I had this nice library in my home and I finally go, hmm, no more. Um, I donated my entire business book library to the Russellville, Arkansas library. So there's a whole bunch of books with little notes in them and little markers and it says this book belongs to Tom Shea. Well, not any. Uh, 
there's a quote that I created. I I used this uh, not as a tease, but as a sarcastic comment. I have a degree of sarcasm to me. Is the average small business owner does not read books, which is what you just said. The average small business owner does not read books. I think that's why they're average. So, uh, the other one, for you personally, you mentioned parents being farmers. Uh, there's a bit of an age difference between you and me. So if I say the name Paul Harvey, does that register with you? Oh, yes, yes. For those younger, just Google Paul Harvey. Um, and for those such as Beth, who comes from a farm family, my wife, who comes from a farm family in Indiana, you want to go up and find the little uh, – commentary, dissertation, whatever it is, but Paul Harvey wrote, and it's, in it, and it's recorded in his voice, on the eighth day, God created the farmer. Mm. You ever heard it? Yeah, I've heard okay. of it, but I can't, yeah, I get to go do that today. Yeah, go listen. On the eighth day, God created the farmer. And you listen to it and you go, well, but now at the same time, as much as Paul Harvey looks up to farmers, uh, I'm going to throw in this thought, uh, again, one that I have, when we've had live performances, one that I have used frequently, I believe that when you look at small business owners, and I hope each of them listening tonight, listening to this podcast, think about themselves. As a business owner, in my eyes, outside of a person who is a first responder, you're the nurse, you're the doctor in the emergency room, you are the person driving the ambulance, you're the one who's flying the medevac uh, helicopter, you are a responder as a fire person or policeman, or if you are in the active line of duty, not just in the military, but in the active line of duty where your life is on the line, Outside of that little group of people, I think a person who owns a small business is the bravest person there is. You may not look at yourself that way, but I look at them that way and go, it takes a lot of guts to do what you do. Most people can't do that. they got to go work for somebody. Whereas your security of every Friday, there's a paycheck. You, on the other hand, you're rolling the dice every day. You're giving it your best. And the reason for our program with Beth tonight is because I think some of you have really gotten beat down a whole lot in the last seven months. And our intention for Beth and I tonight is, uh, I don't want to say a little rah-rah, but some insights is, hey, here's some things that you ought to look at and go, I'm going to do just fine with this. I'll pull this out, okay? Um I'll be fine. I'll make changes to my business. Beth, we have just about three minutes left. An item we started talking about the other day on the phone is the four steps. Can you cover your four steps in uh, in less than four minutes? You bet. You bet. And I love that you talked about people are tired and they're sort of letting life happen to them. 
And my invitation to every listener is to really weave a good life, weave a good business. It doesn't just happen. And so I have figured out four steps to love my life. And people are always like, why are you so dang happy? And uh, the L stands for the law of the inner circle. John Maxwell taught me this, the law of the inner circle of how we are unstoppable together. Make a list of your five to ten closest people in your life. You are the average of those five closest friends. So you get to create your own cabinet of men and women that can lift you. And we get to have a list of people that we have around us that we admire, that we want to grow to be more like. If there's people that are very close to you, you spend a lot of time with, that are what I call the leaners, there's lifters and there's leaners. We get to be around lifters and not always being around people that are leaning on us. So that's the L of love your life. The O is what's your operating style. Once you fully understand and accept yourself, like how you show up in the world, uh, whether it's you're a controlling kind of driver person or maybe more supportive and helpful, or maybe you're the enthusiastic influencer, or maybe you're the real thinker. There's kind of some more four big categories of personality. I think that life is a mystery until you figure out what is your own operating style. So that's the O of love your life. And the V, we could spend all day on the V. It's really finding your vision. What is it that message you want to put out into the world? When we can get intimate to what you want to create, and many of you, you've created a business, whether it's quilting or scrapbooking, or for me, it's helping people reinvent their life. And really, I challenge people to write a top 10 list of things you want to create in this next chapter, in the last quarter of 2020. So vision is the V of love your life. And E, we spend a lot of time here, so this is fun. Energy is everything. The E is for energy. Really, we get to raise our frequency. That's why I was talking about going on a walk and vibrating. You know, I have a very like vibrant eyes and face, and I have a bounce to me that I kind of pulsate through my life. And people are attracted. They're a magnet to that vigor. It's kind of it's not busy, but it's kind of a buzzing. And when I heard you say um, today's a little bit of rah rah, my my way of saying that would be like we're not we don't want people to sleepwalk through this pandemic, or we don't want them to sleepwalk through life. It is a bit of a wake up call today. So my steps to loving your life is L for the law of the inner circle, those people around you. O for what's your operating system. V, know your vision. Get really intimate with your vision of what you want to put out in the world. And then E, energy is everything. Thank you, Tom. Did I do it? Did I make our three minutes? We're just fine. We're right at it. So, folks, thanks for joining us tonight. Appreciate you being here. Our guest on our program tonight is Beth Monpass. You find Beth on Facebook at Beth 
Monpass Life Coach. Email is Beth, B-E-T-H, Monpass, M-O-N-T-P-A-S, no, no dots, no underscores, BethMonpass at gmail.com. Her phone number is 515-313-3930. And with that, Beth, thank you for being on the program tonight. We appreciate you contributing an hour to a whole bunch of people that we hope are uh, going to tackle these last 75 days of the year with a, a lot of uh, vim and vigor, I would guess, for lack of a better word. That you would contribute to it. Wonderful. Everyone, thanks for having me on. Thanks for being with us. It has been our pleasure to share fresh ideas and trends from premier small business owners, coaches, and resources. Join Tom Shea and guests next month right here on Small Business Conversations from Profits Plus Solutions. This is PBN, the Profitable Business Network. Visit our website to learn more about us at ProfitsPlus.org. There, you will find our catalog of small business conversations, articles and advisories, news, meeting planners, calculators, and resources. Also, we invite you to connect with Profits Plus Solutions on our various social media channels. Please like or connect with us on Facebook, LinkedIn, SlideShare, Twitter, and YouTube. We have links to all our social media channels on our homepage at ProfitsPlus.org. Thank you for joining us.